You know, Sakina, it's interesting that sometimes we find that economics um, drive politics. So, you know, you might find that voters are unhappy with the state of the economy or maybe the lack of jobs or economic growth or they think inflation or interest rates are too high, for example. But then there are times that we find that politics drive economics. So, for example, policy direction, you know, like fiscal policy, where does the state spend its money, what are its um, tax laws or the tax regime, which uh, type of industries does it choose to subsidize, um, you know, what regulations does it put in place. Um, And even when you look um, globally, sort of changes in trade agreements and so on. So certainly, um, as you say, that the the Trump presidency, things like Brexit, and of course here in South Africa, with three major ANC conferences coming up this year, these are all things that will fundamentally change the global political landscape and that it will also change the dynamics of the global economy in these all right, we seem to have lost Narina there momentarily. We'll try and get her back. Uh, of course, also wanting to talk about uh, Donald Trump, the uh, president-elect of the United States, and uh, he will be the 45th president of that country, and uh, much expectation, uh, of course, to see what his presidency will bring about. And already uh, you look at some of the newspaper reports about uh, Trump and people talking about him being beholden uh, to some some of the businesses uh, that he will now um, uh, be having to have a say over. So it's going to be very, very interesting, especially that relationship with the banks. And uh, we are trying to get Narina back, not sure whether we will be able to. And um, uh, we'll see if uh, we will be able to get back to her later on, if possible. But, uh, of course, uh, we're going to leave it there momentarily, or just as I say that, um, she's back on the line, Narina. <laughs> <laughs> the, the gremlins start early in the year. We'll Indeed, have to deal they with do. Them swiftly. <laughs> yeah, so, so what I was, was really saying there is that, you know, things like the Trump presidency, Brexit, and of course in South Africa here, those the three major ANC conferences that we've got coming up this year, these are all things that will fundamentally change the global political landscape. And with that, it's going to change the dynamics of the global economy and therefore also financial markets. But before we can really have a view on, on what will happen economically and to markets. We first need a clearer view of the political landscape, and and, and that's why we focus so much on what is happening in in the U.S. first and foremost, and then what's going to happen in terms of Brexit between the the U.K. and and Europe, and then, of course, um, as as the year progresses here at home. And and while there is political uncertainty, it's unlikely that we'll get strong directional trends, especially in investment markets, we have these elevated levels of volatility, and, and it's only as we approach more certainty or more clarity that we'll start finding better directional strong trends in terms of what is going to happen in our investment markets. And then, of course, speaking of Donald Trump and uh, the expectations, of course, of what a Trump presidency might bring an arena, and there are many, and uh, it is expected uh, to have a major impact on global trade relations as well. So let's just focus on Donald Trump for a moment. 
Yeah, so, so you know what, um, we see the, the Dow Jones Industrial Index sort of um, uh, toying with that historical mark of 20,000. So where does this um, burst that we've seen in, in the U.S. equity markets, where does that come from in terms of the expectations around Trump's policies? So I think first and foremost, it's things like um, the, the expectation of the repatriation of corporate earnings and even operations of U.S. companies operating abroad. For example, it is reported this morning that McDonald's plans to sell as much as 80% of its operations in China and Hong Kong. And these things have resulted in, in the much stronger dollar that we've seen since, he's, uh, since he was elected in, in November last year. There's also the expectation of, of significant tax cuts, especially corporate tax cuts, and these sort of things support S&P companies' earnings. So the valuations um, on the equity markets that have been very high now appear less um, sort of in overvalued territory. There's also reversal of a lot of regulations that we've seen, so loosening these tight constraints under which many businesses have operated. Um, there's an expectation of infrastructure spend, massive infrastructure spend in the U.S., and that has certainly boosted commodity prices to some extent, although these have been limited due to the, to the strong dollar. But, but, you know, not all of these expectations of a Trump um, policy um, has really been the cause of this. There's certainly some of what we see, which is the result of Obama's policies. I mean, for example, the jobs numbers that were out on, on Friday, these were some of the best job numbers in a, in a very long time. Um, we see strong signs of economic growth, um, you know, um, wages have increased in the U.S., and these have come on the back of eight years of Obama policies. These, of course, have now also led to the increase in interest rates, so we see how these filter directly through to our financial and our investment markets. Well, Narina, we're going to leave it there for today. Thank you so much. Speak to you again tomorrow. Narina Fisser, strategist and advisor at ETF South Africa.